0: You're listening to Inspirational Perspective with Lanelle Harris. Inspirational Perspective is all about murdering mediocrity and living the best life possible. Are you living the best life possible? You can subscribe to the Inspirational Perspective blog at www.inspirationalperspective.com. Follow Lanelle on social media. Go to Facebook and like the Facebook page, Inspirational Perspective. You can also follow Lanelle on Twitter and Instagram at the handle Linnell Harris. In this Halloween edition recording, Lonell explores what scares us about success. He also asks what is the fear that's getting in the way of your success? What would you do if you were not afraid? Let's join the conversation.
1: Tonight we will explore what scares us about success. What scares us about success? And yes, some of us are afraid of success. Why? Because it pushes us out of status quo into something completely different, something brand new that we've never experienced before. It's unpredictable. So it's scary. So it's scary. So tonight we will explore what scares us about success. I also tonight I want to know, I want to know all about your fears. So if you want to be successful, Fear typically is the thing that's blocking you. What is the fear that's getting in your way? So the questions I'm asking this evening are as follows. What would you do if you were not afraid? If you did not have fear, what would you do? And what have you achieved when you conquered your fear? So both sides. I know there's those of you out there who have already experienced some success. In order to experience that success, you had to step outside of your comfort zone. Uh, You had to go to the place where nerves kind of get to you and where you're not really sure what's going to happen next. And so I want to hear from you, too, to encourage those who are letting fear block them on this Halloween weekend. So this Halloween, let's conquer our fear. Ultimately, that's what it's about, right? It's about uh, being scared. It's about the haunted. It's about the ghost. And so what ghost is haunting you when it comes to your ability to break through And live the life of your dreams and accomplish your goals. That's what we're up to tonight. So I'm going to need your help to do this. So give me a call. After all, it is nothing but fear that keeps us separated from our success. And I am very, very, very confident when I make that statement. So go ahead and put your fear aside and give me a call tonight. Again, the questions are, what would you do if you weren't afraid? If you had no fear, what could you accomplish? And then the second question I'm asking is, what have you achieved when you conquered your fear? What have you been able to achieve when you get over the barrier of what could possibly happen? What could possibly get in the way? What could possibly go wrong? What happens when you decide that, you know what, I'm going to do this because this is the path I believe I should follow. This is what I'm passionate about. I'm going to go ahead, take the risk, throw the dice, and make this happen. And then later this evening, I will be sharing two things that scares us most in a special preview to this week's blog and special Halloween post that I'll be posting tomorrow evening. So you'll get a preview of that. What would you do if you weren't afraid? And for those of you who've conquered fear in some way or some aspect, what have you achieved when you conquered your fear? And so, you know, based on those questions, I'm telling you, the real Halloween party this evening is right here. You know, a lot of people are either where they're going to be or getting dressed up or on their way. If so, you know, I want you to definitely be safe. Uh, but uh, if you're not and you're with me, then, hey, let's have our own party right here. Call in this evening and let's share what scares us and makes us afraid when it comes to accomplishing our goals to stepping out on faith and doing the things that we know we should be doing or living our purpose what gets in the way of us living our purpose so that's what we're up to this evening now you know last week we talked about dead dialogue and I just I you know I'm bringing it up because I love that title and it's so fitting for you know a Halloween weekend and so uh, I know we had a few questions but again I'm always willing to go back and, and answer questions around previous topics, so feel free to call in on that. But as we get into the show, be sure to check out my website. There's a lot of great content out there. Uh, again, the website is www.inspirationalperspective.com. And just to let you know, whatever insights you need, inspiration, you, know, you can dial it up right there on the website. Uh, um, if you type in whatever it is that you're looking for in the search function, uh, quite a few posts will pop up to address that particular need. And so, you know, tonight the keywords are fear and afraid. I'm um, going I have a couple of more surprise keywords, uh, towards the, uh, bottom of the hour, but, you know, check out what I've written about fear in the past and, and how that might apply to what we're doing and what we're up to as individuals since, uh, since in some ways the world is celebrating fear and scariness. Why not, you know, check out how you can help yourself around your own fears. Okay, so what would you do if you weren't afraid, if you did not have to experience fear? You know, what, what have you achieved when you conquered your fear? And for me, you know, uh, the thing that had me most afraid is the impetus uh, for a lot of what I'm up to now. Two years ago, the blog that I just shared, the forum of the website, inspirationalperspective.com, that was nothing more than just an idea in my head. And I, I believe I've shared this before, but I'm going to share it again because I think tonight's topic is a, a perfect, a perfect foray into, you know, conquering fear and the, and the positive results of when you, when you push past fear. Um, this radio show didn't exist uh, when I started this blog. I had no way to take my passion to inspire to a major audience at all, outside of the audience I had from a corporate perspective with the work that I did. Um, I could not reach you know, people that I did not know or could not see. And it was just a small fertile seed that needed the soil, sunlight, and water of intention, water of intention, attention, and action to take root and grow. And, uh, you know, when I first started blogging, I didn't know how to blog. And I know often, you know, the thing that gets in our way, one of of the things that gets in our way is, you know, well, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I I don't know how to do what I believe I'm supposed to do. If my purpose is X, I don't know how to do Y. And often we let that stall us from taking action, from taking action. So I didn't I didn't know how to write a blog. I didn't know how to create a website. I didn't know who would read the post if I put it out there. I didn't know if it was going to get traffic. I didn't know who would visit the website. I didn't know how people would respond to what I wanted to share. I re- recall listening to Brene Brown. If you guys aren't familiar with her, she's a... Uh, Pretty renowned psychologist, um, and now working with Oprah on a new masterclass around vulnerability. But one of the things I love about what she said back in August when I had the opportunity to hear her speak was that the internet provides the opportunity for people to basically uh, shoot negativity at you from the cheap seats. I mean, they can take cheap seats and, you know, basically via comments or other vehicles, such as Facebook, Twitter, say bad things about you, or I disagree, or, you know, that was dumb. I have no idea why you just wrote that. And so, yeah, you know, I was afraid. I will admit that I was afraid because I did not know what type of reaction I would get in particular from the cheap seats of the web. And I had a thousand unanswered questions like, you know, what would people think? And typically that is the first place we go. You know, it's amazing how afraid we are of the people we do not know, how afraid we are of what people may think, how afraid we are, of what people may say. And these people have no direct impact on our lives, but somehow they hold enough power to keep us at status quo, to keep us from stepping out and doing the things that we know we should do or doing the things that we would like to do, or doing the things that we know we love, that we're passionate about, that are aligned to our purpose, and, and, and just taking faith in that and being positive and saying, okay, you know what, I'm going to step out, I'm going to do this. People typically get in the way. And I'm not talking about people that you know. It's often it's the people in your head that you don't know and what they'll say. And so for the big, bad men out there who, who don't like to admit it, it's not the people. That's what I call fear. That's what I call being afraid. And so, you know, back to, you know, when I first started the blog, you know, I, I asked myself the question, should I really, you know, be sharing my inspirational perspective on the World Wide Web? I mean, should I really be doing that? Uh, is that really going to serve any kind of purpose? And and the reason I had so many questions is because, frankly, it was just it was very scary. And, you know, so I just said this whole thing about people. But, you know, forget people. If it's not people that you don't know who get in the way, then it does come down to those that, you know, it comes down to family. It comes down to friends. And often it comes down to coworkers. who, you know, you know, they uh, you say you don't care what they think. But oftentimes we care a whole lot about what a coworker thinks. Or you say you don't care what, you know, you know, people who are supposed to be your friends think. And I say supposed to, because let me tell you, if you're talking about, you know, living your passion and living with purpose and someone who is a friend, quote unquote, you can't see my fingers in the studio, but I'm saying friend uh, with the quotes is constantly discouraging you you may want to reevaluate the, you know, whether or not they are somebody who is truly in your corner that you can call a friend. Good friends are hard to come by. I mean, really good friends are hard to come by. And so for me, you know, forgetting about people and going to family, friends, and coworkers, the wonderful thing is I have a supportive family. I have, a, for the most part, a supportive cast of friends. You know, it was a, more so, okay, Linnell, What is stopping you? And all of a sudden, this wonderful idea that I had in my head that seemed so righteous and so promising had now become the impetus for a new emotion that I could not attach to anybody else. I couldn't attach it to people. I couldn't attach it to friends. I couldn't attach it to family. It was just simply I was afraid. I was afraid. I mean, downright scared. And so my idea to create a forum for inspiration and motivation introduced new risk into what before was seemingly a very secure world. I'm, uh, you know, I, had a, I got a decent job. Why would I go start putting things on the web that could somehow possibly harm that? You know, I, I have a pretty good reputation in the community. Why would I start adding things uh, or posting things to the web that people could maybe somehow misinterpret? You know, uh, overall, you know, people think I'm a fairly good guy. Why would I open myself up to, you know, possible negative feedback or misinterpretation or misunderstanding by posting things to the Web? I mean, there's a, a myriad of different questions that began to cross my mind that basically gave me pause around doing anything with my with my dreams. And. The idea that momentarily provided me so much access to excitement. And when I say that, the idea of, you know, creating a blog, of creating inspirationalperspective.com, the idea that once had so much excitement and vision gave me access to only one thing. And that one thing was fear. That one thing was fear. And so... What I experienced from that fear was an intense, frightening handicap, almost a sort of disability. And I I was just, I was downright scared, downright scared. And so, you know, the questions I asked myself is, well, Anel, who are you? Who who am I to share perspective? Why would people even want to hear it? You know, um... And even today, I, I got to tell you, sometimes it, that that that's, that question still comes across my mind. I'm a human being, and so sometimes I'm still scared. I'm like, okay, you know, well, I wonder what people are gonna have to say about this one, uh, you know. So how do we get past that fear? How do we push past it? And you, you might even say, well, Linnell, why are you scared? Well, the reason most of us are scared is because we know that we are flawed. We know that we're flawed. We know that you know, we make mistakes. And the last thing we want to do is make a mistake that's on loud speaker to make a mistake that the world can see. It's different when you make mistakes behind closed doors. But if you actually step out and follow your dream, you know, for somebody, it may be starting a business or starting a restaurant or uh, doing something that falls into the public eye. Well, now everybody can see you fail. And so, We sometimes decide that, you know what, it's better off for me to stay behind the scenes and not follow the dream, not follow what it is that, you know, we uh, that we've connected our, our time, soul and energy to. You know, so who is Linnell Harris that he can exhort an unseen audience on matters of their lives? You know, who am I? that I believe I can motivate and inspire people I've never known. I mean, really. And and the reason I'm sharing this is because I believe that a lot of us, uh, a lot of you are in the same place. You know, I I don't see myself as someone who is, uh, you know, you know, completely different or, or separate from what someone else can do. Um, I just happen to push past my fear. And what I would encourage you all to do on this Halloween weekend is to admit what scares you and push past your fear, push past your fear. And the best way to do that, I think, is to put it on loudspeaker. Hey, look, this is what I want to do and I'm scared to do it and I need support. And that's why I wanted to have the show and, and, and get callers. And, I, you know, it's, it's amazing to me what topics like the switchboards up and what topics don't. And, you know, I would hope that you take this opportunity to push past it. You know, what are you afraid of? And for those of you who've pushed past this, you know, share your story of encouragement. How did you get past the fear? And what happened once you, you got past the fear? The inspirational, inspirational perspective I share every week, I'm telling you guys, it is as much for me as it is for each of you. And I, I stress that because I, in no way do I have this thing figured out. And uh, what I will say is that since I've been doing this, I've been a more inspired Linnell than I've ever been in my life. You know, that feels good. But often, you know, the, the same lessons I teach are the same lessons I struggle with. And I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to perfect myself. So, you know, what caused me to move past my fear? Well, the answer is basically in a simple truth. And we all inherently know it. A truth that if you don't risk anything, you are actually risking more. And so I had to ask myself, by trying to stay safe, what am I putting at risk? What am I putting at risk? Okay, I could I could stay down this, you know, this lane of in in my case which would have become mediocrity i can stay down this lane or i can switch lanes and take a chance at doing something bigger and better and yes there's an opportunity for failure but if i don't take the risk could i actually be risking more could I actually be risking more? And that's a question I would, you know, have you all take a look at for yourselves this evening. If you don't take the risk, could you be risking more? When I clicked the button, the publish button on my first post to my website blog, you know, and I think I've shared this before. I I was so nervous. I was sitting at home in my office, and I was so nervous that I was sweating profusely, not because it was hot outside, (laughs) <laughs> not because you know the ac wasn't working it was a summertime but not because the ac wasn't working in the house it was because i was that nervous nobody else there with me nobody breathing over my back to tell me to do it it was just fear and fear is that real fear is that palpable um and that's why i want to talk about it on halloween weekend right some people are actually paying to get scared tonight Going to hundred houses, I, I, I understand that a hundred houses forty dollars, forty dollars to get in a hundred house. I mean, people paying forty dollars to get scared, you know. I'll scare you right here for free on uh, WVON tonight sixteen ninety. I will scare you for free, but you got to call first, you know. Expose that fear, but uh, forty dollars to get scared because that's how palpable fear is. And in my case, I'm sitting there sweating. I'm about to hit the publish button on my first post to my website blog. And I'm so nervous, I'm sweating profusely. Now, here's the key. Here's the key. With one click of the mouse, my fear dissipated. That click was the birth of more than just a post. And earlier I shared with you guys, I shared this. What I told you is I didn't know what I could be risking by not taking a risk. And I'm about to share with you what I was risking. With the click of that mouse, there was a birth of the very first post that I ever posted to my website. And with the click, with that click was the birth of a new more inspired me as an individual who has stepped outside of his comfort zone and done something fresh and completely new. That click was the birth of new opportunity. That click was the birth of possibility. But more tangibly, That click was the birth of a website with traffic of over 50,000 views a year. And it didn't start like that, but that's what it's looking like today. That click was the birth of a blog with over 1,000, with thousands of followers. That click was the birth of the Inspirational Perspective page with, you know, uh, over 1,100 followers and fans. That click was the birth of the followers I have on Twitter, That click was the birth of the travel blog, Worldly Perspective. It was the birth of so much. It was the birth of Linnell Harris, the life coach. Um, I end up uh, getting drawn to life coaching via someone who found me through my blog. Uh, That click was the birth of the inspirational perspective radio show that you're listening to right now. Um... That click was the birth of speaking opportunities all over the world. So what is your click? What is getting in your way? Well, we do have a call. I got Mike out of San Diego. Mike, you're on the air, man. Inspirational perspective. How you doing?
2: I'm doing good, Mr. Harris. I'm I'm afraid, though. I'm terrified. I'm
1: scared. And what are you you terrified of, my brother?
2: I'm scared of a couple things. Well, first of all, I want to say I'm scared that you might be having your best show ever. Okay. It is, it is the most honest, you know, revelations that you could possibly reveal to the people who are listening to help encourage them and motivate them.
1: I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. And you know what? I'm I'll do whatever I can to expose what I go through to help somebody else.
2: Absolutely. And and you're definitely doing it. I think you're asking some very relevant questions about what scares you. And you know, being real with yourself to answer those fears, you know, to come up with a response to those fears. And, you know, one of the questions that you asked was, you know, what happens when you don't, you know, face those fears? What do you risk it? And the answer that I came up with is if you don't face those fears, you're risking your greatness. You're risking not mm. finding your purpose. You're risking not giving your gifts to the world.
1: Man. And that's powerful. And I believe that's why so many of us, man, are kind of in some ways sulking in, medi- in mediocrity because we're letting fear run the show.
2: Absolutely. We're definitely letting fear run the show. And I love the fact that, you know, for the listeners, you identify the major causes of fear that are pretty much universal regardless of what it is that you want to accomplish. Most of the things that we all fear are the fear of failure the fear of criticism for what other people are going to say, and last but not least, the fear that we might actually succeed, the fear that we might actually become as great as we think we can be.
1: And you know what? That's, you know, it's interesting because, Mike, what you're sharing right there, I had a conversation. So I had a client yesterday, and, uh, you know, he and I were talking, and, you know, his request for coaching overall was something that, when when I heard him say it, right away I saw, okay, there's fear here. And I shared with him that what I saw for him is that he needed to begin noticing where fear showed up whenever he got close to tapping into his power as an individual and to notice him backing off his own power as an individual. And so what you're saying is is so true because a lot of times we're afraid of success and where success might take us And idealistically, in our minds, we say to ourselves, you know what? I want to be successful. I want to drive a Benz. I want to have a big house. I want to have the pool. But the path there is so scary that we decide to stay in status quo because, in essence, good is always the enemy of great. And I believe that one of the reasons so many of us do not move is because life is good. Life is good and because life is good, we allow good to conquer what could potentially be greatness.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. I think your your analysis of, of your coworkers, you know, uh, recognition of what makes him afraid and that being a precursor to his own greatness is right on the money. Because it's easier to be it's easier not to be afraid. When you don't have expectations Mm -hmm. and once you succeed and you're on top and your greatness is out there for everybody to see your failure is also out there for everybody to see absolutely so having those expectations is sometimes fear enough you know the the fear of people expecting you to continue to be great if you drop the number one album can you do it again Mm -hmm. if you wrote a best-selling book Can you do it again? If you got on Chicago's Airwaves and developed an awesome radio show, can you do it on a bigger market? The fear of your own greatness is probably the worst fear, but like you said, it's a precursor to realizing you're on the cusp of tapping into your talent and walking into the role of your purpose and doing it in a way that's convicting, passionate, and inspiring to other
1: people. Man, that's, you know, that's, I'm hoping that the listeners were able to get all of that in because you didn't give it in bite sized pieces, man. But that's, I mean, that is, that is so real. And I, I mean, to keep the conversation going, ultimately, I believe that that is why often we are given ideas. Richard Bach has a quote, and the quote is are, No one is given an idea that they cannot see come to fruition. And so we're always given these ideas, and many of us end up sitting on them because we see that the idea has potential to take us to a place that we haven't been, and it's the fear that gets in the way. And I know for me, man, I I have some stuff that I'm working on now. I have some some things that I want to do. And just the fear of actually doing it, of actually possibly achieving it, is as real and as real of emotion as the excitement of getting it done. And so I'm always I'm always struggling with okay, do I do that? Do I really want to put myself in a situation like that? And you called it out. you called it out when, in saying that you know once you once you do something then that the world can see, then all of a sudden it's you know it's the it's the question of well can it be duplicated? And you know, none of us want to. None of us wants to be a one-hit wonder or the the has been. And and so mm-hmm. as a result, sometimes we'll forego ever being a hit, or ever or, or ever being period. So that way, we're not a one-hit wonder or has been. And to me, it's you know, why live that way?
2: Right, and that is that whole concept of the fear of failure. But and one of the things, one of the questions that you asked was, well, you know, or well, one of the things that you encouraged the listeners was to push past. You know, those fears. So how do you conquer the fear of failure? How do you conquer the fear of criticism of others? It's two main ways. You conquer the fear of failure by, get this, I know it's going to sound a little crazy. Go ahead and let yourself fail. Okay? Mm -hmm. Go ahead and let yourself fail. Because once you face that fear, there's no reason for you to fear it anymore. And a lot of times the failures that you have are really just steps on the way to greatness.
1: That was powerful, Mike. Let yourself fail. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you, and you you think about, you know, business and innovation. One of the things, you know, 21st century, you know, a lot of organizational learning developments are teaching leaders that you have to push your people to fail. You push your people to fail because the more often they fail, the more willing they are to take chances that will make the organization profitable. And I, I look at our lives, and often I think we make the mistake of not looking at our lives, but I look at life as nothing more than a business. You know, from, you know, from the time you're born, you have an income statement. And, you know, when you're one years old or two years old, the income statement basically sits on zero. You know, you get lots of non for profit donations from your parents. <laughs> but as you get older, oh. you <laughs> <laughs> as you get older, you begin, your business begins to make money. And, okay. and, and if we look at life like a business... Then you know what are you doing to fail so you can you can help your business improve.
2: And now here's a here's a quote to color that a lyrical quote from Jay Z uh-huh. where he says, "I'm not just a businessman, I'm a businessman."
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you went and he went there. Hey, Zach, you remember how I, I you know for a while every show I was hitting him with uh, something from hip hop. Yeah. Hey, I appreciate that, man.
2: Gotta make it colorful. And you know, I just want to balance out the statement about you know, not being afraid to fail, going ahead to let yourself, you know, fail. The, the other side of that coin is preparation, preparation, mm-hmm. practice, and perseverance. Because the, the better you prepare, the more that you practice, and the more willing that you are to persevere, the more likely you are to find your talent, okay, mm-hmm. which is certainly going to give you, it's going to open the doorway into your purpose. So to Man. answer the question of what happens when you relinquish those fears, when you relinquish those fears, You step into your purpose and you become great.
1: Man, love it, love it. You know, you know that just made me think about. So, you know, this morning I had the opportunity to speak at my alma mater. They asked me to to come over and speak, and um, and one of the one of the students, you know, uh, after I spoke, you know, I had the opportunity to talk to some of the faculty and the students. And one of the students asked me, he said, "Hey, man, what was the trick? What, What was the trick that you know that you would say overall for you?" worked and your ability to accomplish what you've accomplished at your, at, at your age. And, you know, I kind of smiled and I, and I told him, I said, well, you know, s- you know, some people have called me lucky, <laughs> but what they don't see is the amount of work I put in on the back end to make sure that when opportunity comes, I'm prepared. And, oh, man. and I told him, I said, that's the trick. The trick is constantly working Constantly, you know, developing yourself, constantly putting yourself in situations where you're scared, so that way you're prepared when opportunity comes. And I'll share this with you too, man. Uh, you know, this past week I was in Minneapolis and uh, I spoke out there at this at an HR forum. Anyway, long story short, I, I typically don't watch TV, but I was in the hotel room. It was late. I was bored. I turned the TV on and Jimmy Fallon's on TV, and he's talking to Edward Norton, okay? And, you know, Jimmy Fallon, Edward Norton, you know, two people that I think that we can all say are successful, right? We could say Edward Norton's Mm -hmm. a a fairly uh, successful actor, Jimmy Fallon himself an actor and has a successful night show. And so Edward Norton was explaining to Jimmy Fallon how a rock star called him up after he was leaving the set of a, a movie he was doing, and said, hey, look, man, we're playing down in L.A. I want you to come out, bring your guitar, and play with us. And Edward Norton, of course, is not known as a musician, so it's not something that he does normally. But his eyes lit up when he said, Jimmy, I got nervous. And you know what that Mm -hmm. means, right? Now, these are two people that can be considered successful. And he says, I got nervous, and I was scared. (laughs) And you know what that means. And Jimmy Fallon's eyes lit up and they're looking at each other like that's when magic happens. When you're outside of your comfort zone and you're afraid and you're scared and you're confronted with fear, that's when magic happens. And that's Edward Norton said, man, I was so afraid. And it had been so long since I felt that feeling. I was excited. And I'm thinking to myself. Huh. Now, if you want to be a millionaire, if you want to be successful, then that right there is the formula when you get nervous when you're afraid when you're confronted with fear when you know you you kind of got the heebie-jeebies because you're about to put yourself in a situation that you never put yourself in before are do you back out or do you run at it with excitement and you dive and, and in y- you dive in and that's what he did. Hey, he's not a musician. He said, man, I went and played, and I was, I was scared for the whole first part of the performance, and it was the most awesome thing I've done in a while. And I thought to myself, that's how the great stay on top right there. Right. Constantly pushing themselves to do that thing that typically most of us, as soon as we start to step to the, the rim of our comfort zone and we start to feel perspiration, and we start to, you know, kind of feel outside of what it is that we normally know that we can do well, we shut down. We back up and we say, nope. And and I thought to myself, I said, Linnell, if that were you and somebody called you and said, hey, man, I want you to play, would you have Mm -hmm. been busy that night? Mm -hmm. Because, you know, this is the thing. It's Edward Norton. I know he has stuff on his calendar, man. Mm -hmm. But instead of saying, oh, man, you know what, I'm busy tonight. I, I can't do that. He stepped into it. Because mm-hmm. it made him nervous, it made him excited, and he knows that's how you get breakthroughs. And man, that thing blessed me. And it's funny; it's late night TV, and I don't hardly yeah. watch TV, but it blessed me.
2: If, hey, well, inspiration is everywhere, and you know, if just you're looking to for add it. a little bit of color, you know, to that, what you described there is the concept of, of people's typical emotion about the fear of the unknown mm-hmm. and that's the fear that they feel when they step outside of their comfort zone because they're going from the known which is comfortable to the unknown which uh-huh. is uncomfortable but that uncomfortable space is where your greatness is because outside your comfort zone is open and empty space where you have the opportunity to create your own reality nice. so where someone else may have called some of your success lucky, and not to get too philosophical on the listeners, but they need to hear it, where someone else may call you lucky, you have actually tapped into the law of attraction by overcoming your fear and attracting all of those positive resources and things to you to make it possible for you to step into your purpose and exercise your talent in the first place because you had the anti-fear. The anti-fear is faith. Courage and the mindset of beliefs, man. And you've encouraged me, brother.
1: Man, you know what? You've encouraged me tonight, too, man. Hey, I, I thank you for the call, Mike. Man, right on time. I, I hope that the listeners got from you what I just
2: got. <laughs>
1: hey,
2: I hope they are scared tonight, too. Thank you for my scary, inspirational treat.
1: Yeah, you're welcome, man. You're welcome. Have a wonderful <laughs> evening. Be safe.
2: You too, brother. All Take right.
1: it easy. Okay. All right. Mike out of San Diego, man. That call was right on time. Right on time. All right. You know, Chicago, uh, you know, I know some more of you guys out here listening. You know, uh, what ideas, dreams or goals do you have that are currently separated from possibility and tangible success by fear? And, you know, I told you I almost let fear destroy that for me. So what is fear destroying for you? And I I said, be be fear up right now by calling me, telling the world what fear is trying to do to you. You know, I almost let caring about what people might think inhibit me. You know, so conquer fear. You know, let's dive into your possibilities so you can realize your dreams. You I always say, be what you believe is success. Be that. Be that. You know, so I said that before the end of the show, I was going to share, you know, two things that I thought. Uh, were well, two words that I thought were probably the scariest words in the English language for most of us being at Halloween and and going to give you a sneak preview into tomorrow's blog post. But before I do that, I I just I want to talk just a little bit more about comfort zone, because as a life coach, you know, we, we do a lot of work with behavior in one of the uh, conversations we have is what I would call an essence conversation. And we talk about the comfort zone with our clients in detail. And, you know, an exercise that I would ask you all just to take on in your own time is to ask yourself when you are in your comfort zone, when you're doing something that you know, you do well, how do you feel? And then ask yourself this question. When you begin to do something that pushes you to the edge or outside the middle of your comfort zone, how does that feel? You know what happens for you? What are the body sensations that that take place? What's going on for you? And then think about a time when you actually did something out of your comfort zone. For some of us it may be speaking in public. For others, it could be, you know, a completely different situation, but When were you outside of your comfort zone and what were the body sensations and the things that were going on for you then? And you'll document these three different feelings. And the reason I'm saying that is because if you're not pushing yourself towards the ladder, that that ladder feeling when you're outside of your comfort zone, if you're not experiencing that on a consistent basis, I'm afraid to tell you that you are leading yourself down a path of mediocrity. Because it is that feeling, that feeling of that whatever that feeling is when you're outside of your comfort zone that expands us for growth, that pushes us to do things that we normally would not be able to do. All right, I got another caller. I don't want to mess up your name, but uh, Ajoya, is that, is that the right way to say that?
3: And that is correct.
1: All right, all right. Good um, evening. you on you. the air.
3: Listen, uh, I thank you for your program first tonight, and thank you for your presence on the radio. I appreciate you so much, and also the young man that was speaking with you um, in the previous call. I just appreciate his comments and you all's conversation back and forth. It did inspire me to call, and uh, I I am in a place in which I know it's time to make a move, another move. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have been kind of preparing for it over the last couple of years. And uh, where I am now and what I desire to do is promote myself as a public speaker. Mm. And I've been doing uh, public speaking and talking in the community for the last two years under the auspices of two other organizations in which we've partnered to do community health information. Okay. So now I'm ready to branch on my own because this p- program is ending. And I think that this has prepared me along with some other things that I'm ready to go. Okay. But uh, where I'm finding my discomfort, I hate to call it fear, is it's, o- that- it's
1: okay. It's fear is real, it's fine.
3: I think that I'm thinking that someone else is supposed I wanna bring others with me or bring somebody else along with me. And but no one seems to be ready to go.
1: Ah, yeah. So you So, you, 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 so <laughs>
3: I have continued to uh prepare my plan on paper and, you know, prepare myself. But uh I was talking with a very dear friend of mine that I know is well qualified to go forth, but she's seemingly not quite ready like I am. So what do I do in a, a time? I'm ready. To, I'm going to go forth. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I feel like, wow, is this fear? Am I? Uh, is this anxiety? You know, what is going on with me?
1: Well, I think the first thing that I can, I'll can i share with you is that it's okay to label it fear, and it, it's okay to be afraid okay I mean, it, it, we're human and so okay. it's okay to be afraid to start something by yourself it, it only makes you human and, and that's the reason why I opened up and said hey you know when I when I started my blog I started that alone I mean just about everything I've done I've done alone now it would have been so much easier let me tell you to have somebody else to lean on I'm, I'm with you yeah but you know often when we're given a purpose when we're given a calling we're the one. We, we, you're the one that calling was given to. You're the one that purpose was given to. And so you have to look for the courage and faith you need to begin acting in that. And, you know, the best advice I can give you is this. And, you know, this is what I share with the students and the parents this morning at, at, at Triton College. You fix in your mind the vision of what it is that you are going to achieve. And you might want to look five years out. You might want to look 10 years out. But whatever, however, you know, that picture shows up in your mind. You say, this is what I'm going to achieve as a public speaker in the next year, in the next two years. And get crystal clear on that. Write it down. One of the things I, I ask my clients to do often, I take them through an exercise where they write a letter to themselves 15 years from now of what they have accomplished. And what it does is it really helps you create a vision that you can actually feel and see in your mind that you can begin to act in. Because you know, I had I had a, a similar aspiration to you and I did I had no clue, you know, what what the first thing would be that I would do. But, you know, inspirational perspective woke me up out of my sleep one day. Mm. And that's that's how I mean, that's the name of my blog. It's the name of my show. It's the name of my coaching practice. But I fixed in my mind what I wanted to achieve. And the how came later. It woke me up out of my sleep. You hear me?
3: Yes, I hear you.
1: (laughs) And so what I would say is fix that vision in your mind. Get very clear on that so clear that you can write it down and maybe you want to take on uh you know the the uh 15 years from now practice and then you know go to my website and if you have questions shoot me a note and ask me more questions in the future okay
3: and i will do that and i do appreciate you
1: oh you're welcome you're welcome i appreciate the call
3: thank you bye right.
1: bye all right uh so uh, joya you know thanks for taking the courage to call And to, you know, put yourself out there. And I I hope that, you know, what I share with her helps uh, dissipate the fear and and gets her moving. Um, uh, We all have something that we want to do and we can all serve in, you know, whatever capacity we're we're supposed to serve in. Okay, so I made a promise. I'm going to keep the promise uh, before we close out the show. And, uh, you know, it's Halloween. You know, it's, it's, it's Halloween weekend. And if I'm not mistaken, I should share something scary. OK, so I will. And so the two words that I want to share that I believe are the scariest words to any human being, any man or woman, are the words change and uncertainty. And I'm going to tell you, if you're not afraid when it hits you, you will be afraid. Change and uncertainty scares all of us nothing can create fear in even the bravest of men and women like the evidence of those two words and many of us would sooner choose to fight a gremlin goon or goblin if it meant we could be exempt from change and uncertainty I know this and here's the thing you can't run you can't hide no matter where you go change and uncertainty will catch you they will and if that's not scary to you I'm not sure what else will be so what do we do when the ghost of change and uncertainty seems to flow in and out of our lives in an unpredictable yet frequent pace? Well, to answer that, I'll use a quote we all know. If you can't beat them, join them. Right now, you're saying really, Linnell, you know, join change, join uncertainty. Well, especially when it comes to change. Consider this. Failure is not fatal, but failure to change might be. Now, I would like to take ownership of that, but that came from John Wooden. Sometimes we just have to embrace the scary. So what I'm saying tonight, to embrace the scary, start embracing change. Start embracing uncertainty. There's a wonderful book about uncertainty by Price Pritchett. The name of the book is The Unfolding. I've read it maybe probably about eight to ten times. And in that book, he has, he has a quote. And the quote goes like this. Uncertainty typically makes its threat prior to revealing its opportunities. I'm going to say it one more time. Uncertainty typically makes its threat prior to revealing its opportunities. He went on to say, this uncertainty that we too easily curse would soon be seen in to- a, a totally different light. We would quite quickly discover that it is a precious condition, a catalyst for meaning, meaning, meaningfulness in life, a force for shaping our individual destinies. So on Halloween, this scary stuff is fairly obvious. The other 364 days of the year, the scary we may face is uncertain, but hopefully we'll learn to begin to just walk up to it, arms open wide, for a welcoming embrace. And let it be, because it will anyway. Let change be, let uncertainty be, because it will be anyway.
0: This episode of Inspirational Perspective was recorded at the Midway Broadcasting Corporation in Chicago, Illinois on WVON 1690 AM, the talk of Chicago. Thank you for listening. Go to Inspirational Perspective's Facebook page and like the page. Follow Linnell Harris on social media at the handle Linnell Harris. You can find him on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with that handle. Text INSPIRED to 43783 to receive free inspirational quotes and updates.